0: Oh yeah! What's up, everybody? We are at Unleash World in Paris, France, day two. two. I'm your co-host Joel Cheeseman, joined as always, Chad Soash. Oh, and we grabbed Oana Iordakescu. So good! Did so I so say good! That right? So, so getting, good! Okay. Getting good at this. She is head of talent acquisition and technology and analytics at Wayfair. You got just what I need and analytics. I mean, I love the wrapping of all of that.
1: Yes. It's like I don't just do the technology. So but much
0: I'm, for one person.
2: I'm doing commercial now too. It's. I feel I'm, I'm betraying my 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 craft. <laughs> no no i love it i games, hope no, your I bonus
0: it. at the end of the year is is nice with all this <laughs> advertising you're getting on the chat and cheese podcast
1: and we're your, we're going to be your
0: hype men that's Thank what it so is much. we're going to be your hype we'll men. share so Anna, we wanted to bring you over you're doing a presentation uh in an hour or so expansion geo expansion and talent acquisition is having no brand in new markets a challenge or an opportunity Give us a summary of that session,
1: especially Wayfair. I mean, everybody in the U.S. knows Wayfair, but outside of the U.S., almost
2: nobody knows Wayfair. R- okay,
1: okay. Yes. So, so that, but we don't know it as an
0: employer. I would say
1: no, but I mean they're a brand. So they're, a brand. The- they're, they're a brand. brand. So let's yeah. get so yeah. into that. So the
2: consumer brand does help your employer brand by default. Oh right? yeah, yeah. But uh, when I joined two, like no, when when somebody reached out to me two years and a half ago, hey. I think there's this cool opportunity, opportunity, Uh
1: opportunity
2: for you to join Wayfair. uh, I'm like, who's? Who's Wayfair? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I work for Zalando. We, you know, I work for Facebook. Like People know these names. Like yeah. I can brag to my mom and she knows what I'm talking these, these about. These are global yeah.
1: brands and Wayfair's not that. Okay. I can brag um, to my mom about it. It's, it's,
2: <laughs> but I cannot brag about Wayfair, right? Not yet. So that's why I'm here. But um, truly, really, I think it's interesting to understand what actually happens in the background for organizations when you're really doing well at home. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's time for me to go beyond And then you realize you, nobody wants you. Nobody cares about you. It's very difficult and you need to completely reinvent even your EVP, even your promise. Right. So, yeah, Yeah. yeah. we're going to talk about that later.
0: So is your consensus that you can build a new market without a brand or does the brand come before building the market where the summary of your presentation is what?
2: The summary of my presentation is more around you have already a brand in your home country. How do you go to other countries? Okay. do you? Copy-paste, which uh, I'm giving it away. Do not do that. Yeah. You're going to fail
1: Yeah, terribly okay. because cultural awareness. Well, we've seen because that with brands in our industry like Monster. So Monster.com tried to do like the the, the American model. Totally failed. Yes. So from the Wayfair standpoint, and, and here's, here's a, a quick question. When it comes to building, because you said that the actual brand itself, you know, Wayfair, you got just what I need. That's the, that's the American we all know. Yeah. Do they come into the market first with that brand and they they do some heavy consumer marketing so that people know and then you get a nice springboard off of that Mm -hmm. how does it work
2: it doesn't work like that (laughs) it's completely opposite you need to really it's marketing right so you need to understand your audience and for example in the european space so we do sell in the u.s and then we sell in germany and in the uk but we have more, more other countries for other reasons suppliers and talent so that's why we're here unleash What's interesting is that you need to understand what do people resonate in this market? And for example, the European market does not really really resonate with Chinese products, for example. Oh, okay. They want uh, the craft. They want the local shop. They want the mom and pop still quite Uh a bit. But I want it online. Yeah. So I want the best of both worlds. So there was an adaptation on the customer promise, but there is an adaptation as well on the employer brand which I think is really necessary to try to understand what does it mean for each of the countries. And we are having an EVP for, let's say, Western Europe, but we have a different EVP that's going to go out for China because it just doesn't resonate. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, different cultures, different experiences. I mean, hell, in China, you pay for shit with your face. Yes. Right. And you
2: talk not through the uh, channels that we talk between ourselves right, right you right, have right. all different platforms we have different features they have the we yes. chat yep. platforms yeah. we
0: have whatsapp yeah. yeah yeah so it's chad and i debate a lot on the show about having sort of a monolithic brand yeah overseeing everything Coca Cola, and then also a brand for consumer yeah. and a brand for employer where are you in regards to the monolithic versus an actual employer brand
2: I think we think there's always a monolithic brand, but all these monolithic brands, like if you look McDonald's or Coca-Cola, they always have an employer brand underlying. When you go on the career side, when you apply, when you talk to recruiters, they will sell you what you're going to do there and how you're going to grow in your career, not how the product is. Would
1: you liken that to like, you've got the Coca-Cola brand and then you have other brands underneath it, like Coke Zero and, you know... D- Dasani or We've whatever, right? We've also had, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, well, that, I've never Cheesy thought Gitos. of it that way before. But that, I mean, that does make sense. So if you look at a, like a brand strategy. Yeah.
2: You're, even in Facebook, right? You start in Facebook or you apply for Meta and then uh-huh. you end up in Instagram or you end up in WhatsApp or you end up in Facebook or you end up in their Aquila network development undersea optical right. networks things, right? So, or the metaverse. Yes. Oh, that's where Joel wants to <laughs> be. Metaverse.
0: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We we talked to Bill Borman yesterday, and he talked about how at the entry level, at the entry point of applying to a job, people don't care so much about brand. They look at the description. What am I doing? Where is it located? How much am I getting paid? After they get through that, then they get into who am I working for? What are they about? Yes. You're nodding your head yes. Do you agree with that? I or do. Should, or should more branding come at the, the forefront of before applying to a job?
2: It's interesting, right? I think we do a selection before we do the the selection, if, yeah, I, yeah. if that makes sense, right? Yeah. So you already, in your mind, as a, as a potential employee, you know what you don't want to do. Whenever I was working in agency, I was, you know, calling people for, I have a plethora of jobs. Which one do you want, right? right. And they're like, I don't want banking. I don't want... I don't know, adult entertainment. And I don't want whatever, something else. So you already have some allergies built in your brain against some topics or some industries or some players. Mm-hmm. So you make that selection already. And then you kind of go from that one and you narrow it down. But it needs to align with those, whatever values you have, whatever you are, again, comfortable to speaking about at home, yeah. whatever your friends value. There's so much that you filter through before even going to a specific brand. Well, well in that, that
1: whole line of thinking... You really have to have good bait, yeah. which is your job description. I mean, you you, yeah. you can't you can't have all this bullshit fluff. It has to be right to the point. So, if you are a Wayfair who doesn't have a brand in Europe or China or something like that, I mean, you can really get ahead of the game by just focusing on the basics because because job descriptions are the bait that actually pull in good talent. Yeah.
2: And that is so true. If you look at, we have a couple of providers around here, like Horsefly. I don't know if we can advertise other brands. Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, Horsefly.
1: We've heard Horsefly, horsefly a lot. I, have you ever heard of Horsefly?
2: Nope. Check I them out. Yeah. So it's the option to LinkedIn Insights, but global and oh, not okay. so expensive. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, if you have some insights and you are trying to compare, I don't know, India to China, uh-huh. what do employees want? We look a lot at the U.S. polls, stability, financial recomp- like reward flexibility, remote work, whatever. Right. Uh But these aspects are differently graded in other regions by country, by city sometimes. Uh So just knowing that you can like laser focus.
1: (laughs) Okay. Listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating?
0: <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. TextKernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, TextKernel uh. brings
1: efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies
0: your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Get
1: ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit Techskernel.com. That's T E X T K E R N E
0: L dot com. Hmm, nachos. <laughs> are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? and wasted spending. And hello to optimized, automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at AcquireROI.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today.
1: So do, do you use like intelligence group data at all? We do LinkedIn. Yeah, sites. I was going to say, it. because they I mean, they put out like, a was it, 162 page report? It's a lot of information. On, yeah. on yeah. all of the countries. And I was astounded yeah. how different... Every country was, it looks like it it feels like researching that you have to do like market research
0: in Europe than you do in the United States. And then you customize your job description based on what people want. So if it's America and my salary is the most important, that's what you're going to highlight. In another country, it might be something very different.
2: I'll give you a very specific example with Wayfair, because Uh it's such a household name in the U.S., we didn't necessarily put the benefits on the job description in the U.S. anymore. It's like, it's a big player. They will have everything kind of. But coming to Europe, people don't know you. And you're like, no. okay, I need to prioritize for Germany. Maybe family is a bigger value than in the UK. And even in the UK, I might need to adopt this. Right. So even if we had the same sets of benefits, we would just swap them around, knowing how people read job ads, right? The Z, eye-catching, tracker, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, you try to organize. Of course, it's a bit of a bet, but at least you can, you can look at those things.
0: Talk about video for a second because I think it's much easier to customize a job description. But if you're posting videos or social media, how is that strategy uh, implemented at Wayfair? We don't do it. (laughs) You don't do it? No. So that's interesting. You do do no social media at all for Um, recruitment.
2: No, no, not the video part. Obviously,
0: Wayfair has their own consumer brand and they're doing that stuff. But you do no employment marketing on there. We
2: did a bit here and there. But I think where the challenge is, you want to have the authentic, authenticity so you want to have the people who do the job to be on the videos and a lot of people do not want to be on videos
0: ah really
2: yes so if we go to your career site in europe or china really
0: you know there are so job posting services that'll embed video on your job it'll have your manager not yet you're not but is it something you want to implement or is it something that you're you're against
2: i no i would I would recommend it if you know how to do it right. If you have the right advice, if you have the right. right. I think it's a different type of marketing. It's a whole game, whole new game. Language versus Mm. like reactions and reading and kind of buying into that. Right. And then what I'm also a bit concerned sometimes when it comes either to pictures or videos, like these people sometimes leave and then you have that video for like ages on your website. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do? Do you redo the video every two, three years? There's
1: some, there's some great. Platforms that are out there that allows you,
2: it True. allows
1: you just to have the you know the app and go to your employees and do that stuff and then manage it right. You can say, oh, Jeff left, so yeah. we got to kick Jeff off the site. <laughs> you know, yeah. now we got to throw Jocelyn on because yeah. she's the new hire, that yeah. kind of thing. So I think we're starting to see platforms that that make that much easier. Although what you said was in Europe, I, I can't imagine that you know Instagram and and TikTok aren't a big thing are they not
2: they are a big. okay
1: thing. so th- yeah it's i just, think some brands as...
2: really play with it a lot and we're just not there yet <laughs> but there's but there's
1: i guess there's a sep- separation of what we would call in the u.s of church and state uh-huh, where that's uh-huh. my personal
2: yes and this is my yes. this is my business
1: exactly. so i'm not going to mix those two that's
2: that's that's okay. a lot and okay there's a degree to that so let's say europe is a little bit more comfortable but china is really like no My home is my home. My work is my work. Yeah. It doesn't mix ever.
1: So what's the, what do you feel is the biggest impact for an organization like Wayfair coming into such a diverse set of countries like the EU?
2: Understand the regionality of things. So while you think EU, we think a couple of different countries, (laughs) different languages, different labor laws. Yes. Um, and of course, different values. Um, but in the same time, yes, it is a very interesting market from a, from a consumer point of view. Um, second, understand that you need to lead with people first because you have no brand. So the people you hire, those first 10, 20 hires, they will be your brand. They will be your amplifier. They will Isn't be that the, always the case right? though. I think it is right.
0: We talk of, uh, occasionally about employees at companies that sort of, uh, go their own way with, selling the company and the job that they're in. Uh, they talk about, hey, I work at Wayfair, here's what my day is like, and they, they do it outside of the corporate approval. Correct. Where's your stance on uh, employees sort of going their own way and, and marketing the company as an as an employer? Would you guys squash that, or would you welcome it?
2: We're welcoming it, um, and I think every organization should, and I do have a, a point in the talk later. Yeah. Personal brands are much easier to change than your corporate brand. So a ah. personal brand, you can amplify, update, be very responsive to market, have a say in very kind of situational it's more conversations. It's too, right? Yes, right? Yeah. Um, and somehow, like you have your corporate band which says, we have hybrid work and we have, I don't know, this set of benefits. But then me, I can tell the story, how am I actually using those? How am I enabling this type of values to live through the day-to-day? And I think, yeah, personal branding is sometimes maybe even more effective than a recruitment campaign. Do you have
0: a corporate policy around employees posting about the company? Not really, but
2: we do have, let's say, for, like for this type of events, a bit of a, just be mindful of yeah. some aspects, right? Some but,
0: guide rails.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't is smash it, the bread. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, because there, there there, have been a couple of instances. We actually talked to uh, a dude who had a TikTok, who has a TikTok account with over 2 million followers. Yeah. He was doing Sherwin-Williams, uh, Paint mixing, paint videos, okay, yeah. and and he was showing, and it's very. I mean, you just sit there and yeah, watch yeah. It. it's so like relaxing, yeah. you know. And He's and throwing strawberries and things, yeah. And and, and and he was doing this in his off time, and Sher- Sherwin Williams fired him.
2: Oh,
1: T Mobile just a couple of weeks ago told one of their one of their employees who was in, in the off time he was talking about new products and how they were really cool because he was like this tech geek, right? And he loved it, and they said stop that.
2: That's insane,
1: uh, it, isn't it? <laughs> because I think, and, and you said something that you know, when you don't have a brand, your people are your brand. I think we lose it when yeah. we get we get too much of a big head because we get this big brand. Our people are always our brand, and they can they can amplify yeah. what it's like to be who who, who we really are in that right? space, right? Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, I think uh, there's a there's a balance, and of course, corporate should not even like go into the private life of people. This is where probably the anxiety in Europe a little bit more. And we were talking yesterday as well on yeah. the AI piece and, and how we protect uh, people. But ultimately, there is a coexistence that we can't get away from.
0: I'm listening to this podcast. I'm relatively new to the industry. My boss has just told me we're, we're growing into these two or three countries. What resources should I access or can I access? How do I... How do I understand how this market is different from the one that I'm currently in? Any resources or tips you can give that that, that person?
2: It will sound very boring, but McKinsey <laughs> has some very interesting McKinsey, okay. Has some very interesting resources. And then of course, if you have any tools for talent intelligence, go for that and then ask your people. You will probably have very diverse people in your organization, second generation migrants, people who've worked with other markets. They will know more than you oh, do. Oh,
0: I smell a LinkedIn poll. <laughs> I smell
2: fair. a poll.
0: You, you got, got just, just what, what I need. I need. That's Juana. Yorokescu.
2: Well done. got to get that. Yorikesku.
1: Yorikesku. Yes. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much for, for coming in. Good luck on your talk later. I'm sure it'll be amazing.
2: Thank you so much. See you next we time. We
1: out. We out. Thank you for listening
2: to what's it called? A podcast. The chat.
1: The cheese. Brilliant.